Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the MTG Complex Cast. My name is Steven and I'm joined by my co-hosts John. Hello. And Chris. Hi. And in today's episode we'll be talking about some upcoming events in the Magic community and we'll be exploring some sweet but lesser played formats. Uh, let's kick things off with our weekly roundup where we talk about what decks we piloted and what decks we played against. Uh, Chris, let's start with you. Well, um, if you ask John what I played, he might tell you I played Jeskai Ascendancy, but this was incorrect because I actually played Jeskai Gascendancy. Gas, gas, gas. Um, finally got to play the deck uh, after many, many, many weeks of searching far and wide for Sylvan Carry added. I and like if- how, <laughs> just as a quick, quick, quick aside, Mike and I both found Carry Addeds for sale this weekend. <laughs> It's yes. So, funny. so like the yeah. So the weekend <laughs> after I play this stupid deck, everyone I know was just sending me screenshots or pictures of Sylvan Caryatids in in binders or uh, cases <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Despite the fact that I like, we'd called these stores before and they didn't have them like two weeks ago. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, started off the round with a loss, which felt pretty bad. But I mean, hey. Yeah, that's kind of what happens when you play a zero basic land deck against the mono uh, Blood Moon deck. But then I was given some gifts and got to play against Tron lands a couple uh, rounds in a row. And Tron lands are not very good at beating turn three spell based combo decks. No, not really. No, not unless so, they play Blood Sun. Ah! <laughs> that also does nothing. <laughs> does actual nothing. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. Depends how many fetch lands you have stuck in play, but usually I think you can outplay that one. <laughs> <laughs> it makes my City of Brass not hurt me anymore. Oh, oh so good. Um, so I actually kind of kind of got to f- feel what it was like to play um, Storm or something, or, or Legacy High Tide, where I'm sitting there comboing for like 10 minutes, and my opponent is just like... Their hand, they're, they're not even holding their hand anymore, just like on the table, and they're like, like kind of looking out. off into the distance, <laughs> their eyes are glossing over. Yeah, it feels bad. That's why I don't play combo. Like, So ten minutes later, I, I've informed them that I'm attacking them with a extremely lethal bird of paradise. And, and then they like, like, come to, and they're like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Come, oh yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, I'm dead? Alright, yeah, cool. <laughs> Scoop them up. Either that, or every single card I play, they they pick it up to read because they don't know what it does. What you've never seen, Glittering Wish? Gosh, yeah, like what oh, you know what noob. Glittering Wish does? Oh, you know <laughs> like what Jessica said? Wisps? You don't, you don't, you don't know what a Fate Stitcher is? Like you don't, you don't know what Ideas Unbound? You, you don't know what Abundant Growth is? <laughs> like uh, really? I have to explain this one to you. Are you me? Does the deck still play Surland Wisps? Yes. Yes. Good. Good. Okay. Oh yeah, and uh, my version I was playing View from Above. Like you don't you don't know what this card is? You know view from I'm sorry, is? you're playing what? View from They're Above. Like, I know that yeah. song. They're like, no, it's a View to a Kill. So they, what, they, what they, is that? They like look at him like, okay, so you're gonna get something flying? Like yeah, what? I don't know. Let's carry out it, I guess. I'm like okay, like, and I control a white permanent so we turn. You do? Yeah, just because since he's a white permanent. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna replay it again. Okay. I'm gonna give it flying again. Uh, okay. Like you see what's going on here? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Demonstrating a loop. <laughs> they have to demonstrate multiple times. <laughs> Until like, I'm just going to make my character like 100 million power. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to Glittering Wish. Uh, what does that card do? I, I played one earlier. Yeah, but I, I forgot what it does. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> like, what is that doing? Yeah, I'm going to get a blood. I'm going to blood you for like 1,000 damage. 
Oh. I'm, I'm dead? I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Is that lethal? <laughs> yes. And then, and then, like, my opponent says good games, like, not sure if being sarcastic... Is there a like, question mark at the end? <laughs> I like, I don't confused. know, like, was this really a good game? <laughs> it's like when you get, like, hit by a fucking truck and show up in purgatory, and you're like, I'm... Dead? That's just that's just being a good sport. <laughs> They're being a good sport. They were like good so like, game. It's it's the first time in a long time I felt real bad about the deck that I was playing and how it was winning and like I had no problems hive mind pacting people. That was it terrific. says more about you than the deck you're playing. That was great. All the time, but 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 this was different. I felt bad. You felt dirty. <laughs> Like normally when I do gross things, I I feel great about it. I'm like gleeful, but this time I I just felt bad. Yeah, spell-based combo is the worst, man. And it's like I have to like look at them like, oh, you could have something, and they're just like, no, I'm F six. <laughs> uh, uh, you sure you don't have a a white man over there? Oh, okay. It's like so I'm here like, oh, like do I play around this thing or not? Like, eh, eh. like eh, screw it, I'm just gonna go for it. Like, yeah, I don't have anything. Am I dead? <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> Gotta do it. <laughs> Please hold. Yeah, it's like when I played High Tide, I just felt like a bad person. <laughs> I was like tilting myself because I was trying to play quickly to like not be a be an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like, I'm trying to play like as fast as possible, and so it's like sometimes I'm just like I'm not even gonna loot because it doesn't matter, and it's gonna take time. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny like I can view from above and loot my entire graveyard until I find glittering wish to blood you or I can just attack you with this bird let's just attack you with the bird <laughs> it's easier yeah like, hope you don't like, have a path or something like, and I don't then know. like fog <laughs> if they fog it's fine it's like okay fine main phase 2 I'll like I'll just keep playing this stupid um, view from above and then loot my entire deck so I can glittering wish to blood you I guess View from above is a sorcery? It's an instant. Wow. Wait, is it wish is a sorcery though? Wish is a sorcery. So you can't just like instant speed do it in response? No. But you can still loot your entire deck and then go to your yeah. second main phase with like, you know, hopefully mana and uh still a giant creature in play. Yeah. Anyway. Enough about <laughs> enough about uh janky combo. Well, you played more janky combo, right? I played I played real combo. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, played some legacy. Creature-based combo. Man's combo, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, spell-based combo is like the, the devil. So that means that creature-based combo is like a saint? <laughs> I see. Is that, is so that was, how? Is that how doing, it is? I was doing the Lord's work on Sunday. <laughs> speaking, speaking of lords. Speaking of lords. <laughs> Play, playing, playing some legacy elves. Um, went undefeated, didn't uh, didn't lose any matches, but uh, the majority of my matches did go to uh, the th the full three games. Yeah, I just played some elves, and I actually had way more glimpse turns. So I joke around a lot saying that elves is not actually a combo deck because I never glimpse. Like uh, the tr the GPT that I won my buys playing Legacy Elves, I didn't have a glimpse turn once the entire tournament. You just like because, order them. <laughs> well, because every time I go glimpse, they're like force of will, and I'm like fine. Now order like resolves, kill you. <laughs> or it's like I have two glimpses and nothing else going on. I'm like glimpse and like force it. Like yeah, you're like <laughs> you're like finally on the like the downward slope of that like spike of variance. <laughs> yeah, so I I got to play against a bunch of uh, non blue decks and my glimpses got to resolve. My opponent 
uh, at one point played a turn two Galacti, which I simply um, scoffed at as I played my glimpse and proceeded to draw approximately 40 cards. <laughs> Get right. And I'd boarded down on a, a Crater Hoof, so I couldn't nat order for it, so I had to just like keep... I had the, the, the hoof in my hand, but I had to keep drawing elves to find um, Metal Sentinels to net mana to play my hoof. So it's like, it may look like I'm slow rolling you, but I actually have to do this. Sorry, not sorry. Engine has to run a little longer. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess I guess uh, I also had some, some turns that took a very long time. My opponent just sat there and watched me uh, do a thing. Yeah, let me tell you, watching someone storm off with elves looks real similar to watching storm, someone storm off with storm. <laughs> but it feels a lot different to me. <laughs> oh okay it's a different feeling on the receiving See, end it is similar i do not feel nearly as bad elfing people as i do ascending well the the thing that's really frustrating about playing against like the elf engine is like your failure state is like you got a pile of elves yeah <laughs> so like oh i guess i have to kill you by swinging over the course of like two or three turns instead like you still can't beat that <laughs> still pretty pretty hard to come back from it yeah yeah it's like although but then you get to set your opponent up for the legendary stories of where they got to deluge in like 15 for one year opponent oh, yes yeah, <laughs> yeah, please always good. i always do love those anyway enough of my enough of my um fair combo uh john what did you play uh i played esper pile at fnm esper stockpile to be exact finally uh met up with chris and got my hidden stockpiles and uh played the deck the way it was meant to be played um i thought stockpile was really sweet i don't know every time kevin came over he's like isn't hidden stockpile just the worst card in your deck and i'm like no no it's the sweetest card in my deck obviously he's like isn't that just the worst card in your deck by like several miles (laughs) i was like i don't know i like scried a bunch blocked a bunch made some tokens i don't know i thought it was sweet uh deck was fun um it's really slow (laughs) it's really (laughs) slow and like i don't know how the deck ever beats storm in a million years it's kind of like your mo right is it playing these like kind of you know sweet but glacial decks (laughs) i don't know i'm like i think of myself as like delver guy but i guess i have been playing a lot of like really glacial pile <laughs> i mean you don't like in modern you've been playing a lot of kind of prehistoric not glacial you just call me the glacier <laughs> creeping on over to your fnm <laughs> i don't want to call you the glacier <laughs> yeah please don't and it's like a lot of times <laughs> it's a terrible nickname a lot of times like the game's like you're gonna win them yeah eventually yeah <laughs> It just it just feels good to like put the like the Rube Goldberg machine together, right? Like, I did the thing, and like there's like so many games where I just had like two to three planeswalkers in play, and like I am going to ult, or like I ha- I have ulted, or am going to ult like at least one or two of them that game, and it's like most decks just can't deal with that in modern. Like, I mean, I saw you like oh snap, do a thing, sack your snap to your stockpile, scry one. You know, rebuy your snap with your Liliana last hope, play snap again. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's against Soul Sisters. What a what a slow game. Like, oh my god. Yeah, he's like he's so his turns are considered like consisting of like he's like 
I I'm like killing like actually pointing spot removal at like a squadron hawk, and he like puts the squadron hawk on the bottom of his deck with mistville planes, and then plays another squadron hawk from his hand to fetch it back, just like looping every turn, and I'm like doing these like weird value things with Snapcaster and Liliana. <laughs> It's a slog. <laughs> it was such a slog, yeah. But, I don't know, the deck was sweet. I really enjoyed playing it. Um, should probably get back to playing some, like, more aggressive decks in the near future. Just kill some people. <laughs> um, so that was FNM. Uh, deck did okay, I guess. Kind of. I had fun. Uh, took uh, <laughs> took Crixus Delver to a... Uh, a legacy event um and uh did not so hot i played against uh grixis thieves round one which Ooh. is uh a matchup it's like this isn't just normal check pile this so would is you say that they check pile. Uh, stole the matchup <laughs> yeah oh man Hey-o. it's like it's like normal check pile but it's got like punishing fires in it and deck faden and notion thief and it's just like i don't know how like a fair deck ever fucking beats this pile of cards like i guess price of progress is like the one thing they're scared of but oh man i just got buried like it was bad it was real bad and i played actual factual check pile the next round uh which was uh not not so hot then i played against elves which i crushed <laughs> Grim Lava Mancer just puts in work like every time. Oddly enough, I too played against Grixis uh, Delver, except it was the other way around, and I defeated the arch nemesis of Grim Lava Mancer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lava Mancer is scary for elves. Uh, he ran out of cards in his graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even like erupt to it, he just like ran out of fuel. He just ran out of fuel. Wow. That's, uh, that's a little anticlimactic. I mean, I had enough, ah, this like, card that's like, going to beat you. You know how many elves that thing killed before he ran out of gas? Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like the, it's like the sniper in like a World War II battle that like ran out of bullets. <laughs> like, I can't kill anymore. <laughs> Just gets overrun by his swarm of elves. <laughs> uh, I played against elves, beat elves. Um, and then the last round, uh, my opponent couldn't prize. So he scooped to me. Actually, it was five rounds. What else did I play? I played against... Oh, I played against... Uh, I feel bad that I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I played against Food Chain. Uh, beat Food Chain. Uh, another kind of, like, bug, grindy value, lethal type matchup. But um, you do, like, kind of the grindy thing with them. But instead of having, like, the really, like... The cards that really, like, close the door on you. Um, like, Colgon's Command and Him to Torok. You know, the stuff that just really kind of buries you. Um, they're playing, like clunky ass enchantments and four mana dudes so delver kind of just like squeezes in i feel like a lot of the time and just kind of kills him um it's like a little too clunky uh we played some other games for fun and i think he won one of the games that we played for fun like that was it it's just i don't know the matchup feels pretty bad um for them and then the last round i played against enchantress which was interesting so my opponent uh was out of contention so he scooped me it was really nice of him um so i like got my entry fee back woo uh in game one uh he's just like carpet of flowers which turns off all the fucking soft counter magic i was like great awesome and then he goes like rest in peace i'm like looking at these like two gurmog hanglers in my hand i'm like great even better and he just like (laughs) 
Helm of Obedience is me with like a billion mana, like despair. And I'm just like looking at this spell pierce, sad. Uh, so sad, I just sad spell got, like dumpstered game one. And then so game two, I like bring in like three surgical extractions, three cobble therapies, you know. And um, so I surgical extraction, rest in peace, choke, and um, uh, energy field out of his deck. And then I needle Helm of Obedience, which leaves him with two win conditions in his deck, Doomwig Giant and Emrakul the Aeon's Torn. <laughs> and uh, this game went forever, and the only creatures I saw the entire game were two Deathrite Shamans, both of which had to get sacrificed to Cobble Therapy backends. <laughs> and I just never found, like, a Delver or a Pyrancer or a Gurmont. It's like, didn't find a threat. <clears throat> And so I therapy his, so he, he, I see he has like Emrakul, Doomwake in hand. He has like a ton of mana and he's going to be able to like cast Doomwake the next turn. He wasn't able to cast it that turn because I think he like drew it after he tapped one of his like two ways to make uh, black mana. <clears throat> so I therapy Emrakul, shuffle his like pretty substantial graveyard back into his deck and then i flashback therapy take his doomwake giant and at that point all he has left in the deck to kill me with is emrakul which is shuffled into his deck somewhere and he's like a little bit off in mana and then i just proceed to like brick on creatures forever <laughs> and um eventually he's like drawing like five cards with every enchantment he plays at this point because he has um he has all four of his presence of the enchantresses in play and he has an uh, was an Argonian enchantress, Argothian enchantress. Yeah, the one that doesn't, the one that has hexproof. Yeah, so he's just drawing five with every enchantment, and he just like draw fives his way into Emrakul, and then uh, you can't counter it with Force of Will, so I just died. <laughs> yep, that'll and do it. That game took forever. <laughs> I can't believe I never found another creature other than those two death rites. It was absurd. I think one was in my opening hand, and like I can tripped into the other like eventually it was just <laughs> i interacted a lot that game and just never found a guy to kill him with. i could have like started off with a turn one unflipped delver and just killed him by like digging him for one plus the, like the small amount of damage the death rights got in before i had to sack him <laughs> you probably would have just sacrificed the unflipped delver at that point and then, I mean, then just like death rated him. I mean, realistic, realistically speaking, the Delvers would have flipped, but it wouldn't have been necessary to kill him. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, but hey, Enchantress... Fugitive Wizards uh, good enough? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Legacy Enchantress, a fun deck. Yeah. So speaking of Enchantress, you want to tell us what you played uh, this week, Stephen? Of course, I would love to tell you guys. So I ended up for standard playing uh, blue, white, and balm. Uh, I went two and two. No, that's a lie. I did worse than that. I went, <laughs> I went, I went one and two, and then dropped, and wow. the only and the one that I had was from a buy. <laughs> Excellent, nice, flawless victory. So fatality. Yeah. So so my deck didn't do great. Um, we'll just leave it at that. It it's, wasn't. It wasn't the bomb. It was not the bomb. <laughs> dot com. It was just. It was sad. You say it gets kind of bombed out? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with the deck. I'll figure it out. Anyways, now standard. 
Although, on the EDH side of things, Boo. I played... <laughs> I played... <laughs> I played some... You thought I was gonna say Animar. I bet. I bet. I bet people thought I was gonna say Animar. I actually played an uh, an Enchantress deck for EDH this weekend, or at least I built it and I played a few games with it. I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I had a bunch of fun building it. I was able to trade a bunch of like the random standard stuff that's gonna rotate. I just had laying around, and um, a lot of one ofs. Yeah. Well, there's like a bunch of one ofs, and I had like a place out of torrential gear hulks. <laughs> No, I meant in the EDH deck. Oh, in the EDH deck. No, 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 no. No, no, I had, like, a bunch of standard, like, pieces that I've been picking up in, like, random trades. Or, like, I see something on sale and I'm just, like, kind of just pick it up to think maybe I'll play this or whatever. But Whoosh. I, had, like, I had, like, a big box of standard stuff that I just wasn't doing anything with. Place it at a torrential gear hole because I was just collecting dust. And I'm sure they're going to go down to, like, a $10 card and then I'll buy, like, one or two for my modern set. Nothing feels but anyway, than, nothing feels better than buying back magic cards you've previously sold. Right, exactly. Um, it's the best. Anyways, I was able to buy like a big chunk of the deck in, in store. Um, support your LGS. Just do it. It's great. It's fantastic. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun playing it. I had a lot of fun building it. I kind of just copied Melissa Latour's list, the one that she played on game nights. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I, uh, I got to play some Seraph Sanctum and got to tap for 15 mana and play some fun stuff. You fun. should play Emrakul the Aeon's Torn in your deck, clearly. I would. How That'd beat. be great. That'd be great. Uh, the cool deck that I saw, though, was uh, Blue-Green Merfolk. No, it's probably not so new or fresh. I'm pretty sure people kind of expected this game to come... Or expected this deck to come into standard... Uh, after this past rotation came around, or bannings, I guess I should say. It's a little fishy for my taste. Bunch. <laughs> uh, as of right now, uh, it doesn't look like it's on the front page of the MTG Goldfish uh, decks, but it was a few days ago. Um, the deck has aggression. Like some serious early game aggression that I feel like a lot of decks don't have. So playing, like, a one-drop on turn one, and then maybe even, like, two one-drops on turn two, and then playing a lord is just like, what? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the uh, the current go-wide. <laughs> Never <Yeah>. been done before. <laughs> and then at some point, you know, you're... Except, you're... you know, like, all the Raven have red decks. Exactly, yeah. I, I, I do feel like this has, like... It has a potential to be a tier one deck, but I just don't think... It has the proper kind of removal. Um, the list I'm looking at is running two versions, uh, two copies of Unsummon and two copies of Essence Scatter. Um, and I don't think that's enough to really make this deck good. I think we need a few more uh, bounce spells or... Play Rivers Rebuke. Uh, Rivers Rebuke would be good. Um, but isn't that like seven mana? It's like five. Yeah, so like seven. Basically the same thing. It's Basically the same right? thing. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, you know, that, that'd be pretty good for the deck, I think. Oh, it's six. My bad. It's six. Basically. So, just cut. You basically know, meet, the same. It, meet it in the middle. <laughs> All non-land, though. Bounces Planeswalkers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the deck needs some tweaking to really be a, a tier one deck, but I think it's on its way. It's not, it's not tropical trash? 
It's not tropical trash. What are the odds it ends up being a flop? <laughs> oh my god. Chris, what did you play? <laughs> what did you play, Chris? What did I play? Or, or, or what, what, what I cool see? deck? Yeah, what cool deck do you see? Well, um, I was looking around uh, and I, I saw that there's an SCG Classic, and in second place there was a pretty spicy meatball. Yeah, second place. How did this, this deck is, clods yeah, win a second place? Garbage. So, yeah, oh if my you guys God. take a look at this list, so we've we've all been uh, introduced to our to a pretty new idea of this mono blue living end deck, right? But it was usually it was always getting back like the like the cycling sphinx and the the five mana hexproof uh, serpent thing and maybe some street race archetypes of the sort of thing. <laughs> but why do that? When you can instead living end stuff like uh, Grizzlebrand, uh, Kikijiki, and Deceiver Exarch. And what? Seeming Spirit what? Guide and Jace Bridge Prodigy. Well, Spirit Guide's probably not coming back with your living end, let's be honest. Ugh. That's so and, uh, bad. you know, just in case, uh, you know, you don't really find the, the uh, good old, uh, what's it called? The stupid, as foretold. You can always just Gorios your Grizzlebrand and, you know find it that way (laughs) god this is a degenerate deck so this reminds me of uh one of the most glorious things of uh, one of my most favorite memories when i played uh splinter twin rest in peace (laughs) uh i got to play i was playing as living end and i don't remember what happened i think i like looted away or or something happened but i looted away an extra uh deceiver exarch with my Desolate Lighthouse, because I'm trying to search for like a Splinter Twin or something, because I had one in play already, and opponent casts a Living End, <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, I have a response to your Living End. The counter it? Like, no, no. I'm gonna activate my Lighthouse. He's like, oh, he's looking for a counter. I'm like, I'm gonna discard Kiki Jiki. Ha. And say, like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> so he got back a bunch of monsters, Carabids or whatever, and I got back a Kiki Jiki and a Deceiver Exarch. Seems good. I'm gonna discard my combo piece. Oh. Oh. Shit. Would you just uh, look at that? Yeah. Rip. Like he couldn't even attack me because I could just make blockers that turn. I I would I'd probably at that point I'd be like, you're doing this with with the Cascade trigger on the stack. I'm assuming. Well, no, the Living End is already <laughs> it's already there, right? I would just be like, uh. You you meant you meant that with with Cascade, right? You did, yeah. That's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoops. But for this deck, uh, you're you're the one trying to do that. But God, what like? Seems bad. I I don't even know. I mean, not, I guess like really if you sure. just get a free win every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while. <laughs> every once in a while. This deck got second. I mean, you're playing like lightning axes. Card's gas, right? Gas, gas, gas. Get this kiki jiki out of here. Kill your Gurmog Angler. Yeah, I'll get wrecked. <laughs> Kill playing, that Dash Shadow. Playing the, playing the full four Izzet Charms? Arrgh. Oh, man, that card is so good. I like Izzet Charm. I got a, I got a soft spot for that one. I have a soft spot for the art. It does everything you could want in a deck like this. Like, counter stuff, kill stuff loots oh yeah wait is it running the it's not it's run, not running um the the black black one discard to escalate brutality yeah i don't think you need them and they're in the sideboard oh word i see burns you can crush them even harder 
I mean, <laughs> you can like turn three, right? Yeah, you can. I mean, like, essentially, you just oh, you can turn two, right? You, just you turn can turn one, two. Faithless yeah. looting, discard, discard, turn two, spirit guide, bled the as foretold, living end, kill you. No, you can even, like, you don't even need Astrotold. I mean, so you can theoretically play Astrotold on turn one and then discard two cards. And then, oh, you're only wanting one Spirit Guide or two Spirit Guides? Never mind. Not, not possible. More like Astrotold. <laughs> Astrotold. And so you're just playing all these Ancestral Visions because why not, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. Deck looks Cause, like, like draw three. Because draw three seems great. Like, pay nothing, draw three is great. Pay nothing. You have to play the card in your deck. That's a real cost. Yeah, whatever. What is sweet is uh, the Liliana's defeat in the sideboard. It seems really good against Shadow. Kills yeah. every creature in the deck and the Liliana's. That card is really strong if you expect to play against a lot of Shadow. I was very happy when I was playing two of those in the sideboard of my blue-black control deck. It's like dead. I, oh, you play a Liliana, huh? Excellent. Excellent. Dead. Dead. <laughs> By the way, I uh, also bumped you in the night. Yeah, a little bumpy. <laughs> anyway, John, did you see anything sweet? Uh, Legacy Enchantress was my sweet deck. That uh, that whole matchup was pretty sweet, despite the fact that I got crushed. Like a noob. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Come on, sure. you're not you're I'm, not prepared for Enchantress. What's I'm, wrong with you? I'm God. pretty sure I knew with that situation would just got like energy field plus rest in peace and lost. Like in game two as well. <laughs> I can't do anything. Alright, well, let's move on to our topics for this week. Uh, we wanted to talk about some cool uh, events coming up in the Magic community. Um, and, and kind of really specifically, we want to talk about SCGCon and the events are going to be there, but this is a good way to, to say that we want to talk about SCGCon and the cool stuff that's going to be there. <laughs> I mean, so. Uh... I don't know if everyone knows, but uh, CFB got like the contract or whatever to run all the GPs for the next couple of years or something like that. So uh, SCGs decide to um, run their own uh, pretty large scale event, and it's going to be a uh, going to call it SCGCon. And in this uh, event, there's going to have all kinds of uh, crazy formats. It's like a four day event, right? I think it's like Thursday to Sunday. Yeah, it starts yeah. on Thursday, yeah. And they're going to run the invitational at it as well. So they're kind of like balling it all up into one. Which is smart huge. on their part. Like, I mean, if they can't, you know, if they can't run one of like, I'd say probably one of like their best profitable events, like two of, like what, they get two, two uh, GPs a year or like three GPs a year, some number like that. Not anymore. Well, now they get zero. Yeah, but I mean, like, because they can't do those, like, why not just make your own event because you have this player base that actually likes your content? And, I'll, I don't make, know. I'll make Super my own sweet. tournament with hookers and blow. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> like, like, look at this. Like, they're, they're open format, right? The open format is no ban list modern. Yeah. Like, that's insane! <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like the magic equivalent of Hookers and Blow, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then what? They also have a, a vintage uh, tournament that they're going to be calling a, the... A two-day vintage event. Yeah, two-day yeah. vintage yeah. event. They're, gonna, they're calling it the Power 9 series, which is pretty cool. Like, how many times, like, have you has anyone been able to say, yeah, I made day two of the vintage event? <laughs> Not for a long time. It has been a while. For a very long it's time. It's been a hot minute since you can say that. <laughs> 
And they're also doing a, a popper classic, which I think is cool. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Like, I, like I, this is gonna be like I think the first uh, popper tournament of this size, right? Yeah, uh, it should so. be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess the turnout at uh, some of these uh, GP events is has been pretty high. Uh, I think GP London had was it like what three hundred or something like that? I think for mm-hmm. this event. Wow. But mm-hmm. it was a, it was a three rounder though, um, so that's kind of lame. This is actually gonna be like a real Swiss tournament. With, yeah, uh, you know, uh, elimination rounds, oh, and gosh. it's gonna be sweet. Yeah, it. Uh, I'm. I'm actually pretty excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'm considering uh, trying to make it out there for for it, but hey, we'll see. I'd love to go. I don't think it's gonna fit enough my travel plans for this year. But uh, man, I really wish I could make it out there. Uh, no bandless modern seems really fun to play. See now, now I I've heard a lot of people say that, but. I just feel like it's going to be one. It's just like why, why? I just so, don't understand see, it. See, people say that it's you know it's too degenerate. It's it's not fun. It's it's like a try it once and you're done with it thing. Okay, it is this guy. This guy owns signed mental missteps, and I want to play with him. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Personal problems solved by no bandless modern. It's just, it's just this format seems like so annoying. Like, like not even the fact that okay, you get to do broken stuff that that was banned for a reason. Like, sure, whatever. But like, really, everybody's just gonna be playing four mental missteps, and you know, you're gonna try to inquisition somebody, and they're gonna mental misstep, and then you're gonna mental misstep, and then you're gonna stare at each other like, does the other person have the fourth or the third mental misstep oh this God, turn? Oh my God, no! Like, and you know what? And I'm you, exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. I, I mean, it's not like it's, gonna, it's not vintage. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating. That is, that is like over the top. But I like. Okay, you you like like you're like one of those guys. I see you on on that Jun Facebook group, and you know, boohoo! All my favorite cards are banned in modern. Boohoo! Okay, well, in this what? format, you can play not me. <laughs> Deathrite Shaman. You can play Bloodbraid Elf. You can play Punishing Fire. Like, Jund has actually done pretty well at past no list modern events. Honestly, if it I has, was... It okay. disgusts me. How can you play such fair magic in such a format? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, kinda, it's actually pretty surprising how well, like, Jund has done. Yeah, I mean, like, like, are you kidding me? You get to either turn three Lily or turn three... Uh, turn four... Uh, wait. Turn two Lily or turn three uh, Deathrite Shaman into Lily or Blightning or Colagon's Command. Like, it's just... It's just dumb. Yeah, like, I think it's like why is, these are things so we were value. already allowed to do at one point. Yeah, but it's like it was banned for a reason. Yeah, I know all the Jun players on the cast are like rah, 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 right now. <laughs> listen, listen, I I love Jun. I really do love Jun, but like. I like Jun to be fair. I don't know. I've always. Oh, I meant more about what I said about boo hoo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want a deck to be fair. Said me never. I I mean it's just like like I was I'm also a part of the the affinity group on Facebook and just like three different posts of like all right no ban modern like how do we break affinity like put some lands in like really you you like you add some lands and and add the disciple of all like. You're done. No. That's it. Uh, no. Let uh, me clamp. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get some skull clamps in here. Are you kidding me? Like, how? Why? Why would you put skull clamp? To get your Memnite dead? Why the fuck would you want to play Thoughtcast when you can play skull clamp? 
But like, what am I killing with my skull? Clone? I don't Everything. understand. Everything. Why would I kill my artifacts? Because I you're need playing them. disciple of the vault. But I need them to win. No, you don't. Like, okay, would you rather have a plus one plus one counter on your Ravager, or would you rather have two shiny new cards in your hand? It depends. That, that also turn into new shiny. It cards. depends. So I have an eight I do more artifacts. Ah, oh, what a surprise! How, <laughs> do I I have... ever, how would I ever find more artifacts to replace the one I sacrificed? Oh, oh, what was me? But what I mean is like, how often do you just have like a one one? You don't like I don't know. All the time. Uh, You're not playing these disgusting like Master Three. Get that out of here. Yeah, yeah. Like a I don't champion. Know. I think I think we need Too to like slow. sit you down in like a cockatrice game with. A deck list and just let you kind of like vomit stuff onto the table for like 20 minutes See, or so haven't we and talked you will, about you will sing like, a different song <laughs> haven't we said that oh like oh lingering souls is so good against affinity because it's a bunch of like one one flyers like um oh, so your field yeah, is full of x1s what do you mean yeah but but nobody's gonna be playing at lingering souls in this format are you kidding me uh i don't know dude i was watching some videos you know what you know what goes really good of lingering souls uh counterbalance and sensei's divining top <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, I don't know. Uh, Esper control seems like playable for sure. So I don't know. I guess don't, I guess don't, don't, I guess, don't guess those lingering souls. They might I guess I personally expect. just don't see the appeal. I I uh, I guess I could understand people wanting to play these like ridiculous busted decks, but for me, I'm just I'm fine playing. I'm fine playing modern man. Modern's fun right now. I just you know like I feel like. Don't you just, like, enjoy dropping the nuts all over people's faces with Affinity? Yeah, but I do that with Affinity anyway. But you could do it harder. <laughs> like, your turns, your turns, instead of being, like, 15 seconds long, could be, like, 45 seconds long and involve drawing, like, three times as many cards. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's just, like... Like, doesn't seem appealing. I don't know. I don't know why. It just doesn't for whatever reason. Maybe I'm just broken. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, broken like this deck. I don't know. Uh, but my, I will my, say... my problem with, with Bandless Modern is, like, in order to play it, you have to buy these banned cards, which you can't play anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. That, too. But um, if in that argument, like, how many of the banned cards are actually worth anything? I don't know, man. I own all the cards that, like, well, the banned cards a lot of, the decks I want to play. Cause... There's a lot of banned cards that are legal in, like, Legacy, right? Like, oh, I want to play Chromox. Like, okay, well, that's not free. Like, Dark Dark Depths isn't free either. <laughs> yeah, it sure as hell isn't. <sighs> all right. All right. So, like, oh, uh, so okay. I got to spend all this money on like, these cards I can never play anywhere else? Like, I don't know. All right. So, so aside from, like... The obvious choices, Storm, Affinity Clamp, Blue, Red, Delver, Elves, and Jund. Uh, what are some of the traps in this format? We're not going to talk about this, the standout decks? Like, I don't know, man. Like, like got to talk about the sweet stuff. Got to talk, talk about that goodness. We just did. No, we only talked about, like, Affinity and how you don't like it because you're bad. All right. <laughs> All right. Wow me. Wow me. Wow me away with these decks. Wow, you like wow me. I don't know. You know how many you know how many cards have been banned from Storm? That's like, all of them. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like and it's still played. Yeah, like you're playing. <laughs> you're not playing against Storm. You're playing like the ghost of Storm's past. Oh, Light you know flame, what? Seething song. Mm. Okay, you know what I. <laughs> you know what Good I would build in this format. I would build a uh, four color or five color burn with a what? complete with depth what? right. Sh what? 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 Why? 
You're gonna Why make you? turn one <laughs> goblin guide. Mental because... stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Because that was that was hands down my favorite deck when I was playing Deathrite Shaman. Both with both times when I was playing Deathrite Shaman in Burn, and then and then months later when I was playing um, Dig Through Time in Burn. It was, those those two were the funnest wait, decks wait, wait, I played. No, no, you are no, broken. See, Javid, uh, uh, Steven's a genius, right? Because he goes turn one Goblin Guide and you misstep it. He basically paid one red to shock you and then mind rot you. Oh! <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds awful. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, tell me, tell me about these ducks. I don't know, man. Like they're like chock full of sweet band goodness. Like I don't know, elves. Like I get to glimpse in modern. Mm. Yeah, like mm, delicious, tasty, tasty. Oh, dried arbor and and green uh, sun. Green sun. Oh. Ah, like yeah, like, get in my deck. I mean, unfortunately, we don't get our, our good friend Wirewood Symbiote, but you know, or Natural Order. But you know, you know why I think I don't like this format as much as as other people do, other competitive people do. It's because I also play EDH, and I get to do that anyways. Yeah, at like the speed of a snail. But then why do don't it. then why don't you play uh, EDH, John? Because EDH is, <laughs> I don't know, like the multiplayer aspect of it does not appeal to me at all. I hate the politics, and then. 1v1, I don't really know anyone local that seems to play, and I don't really want to shell out for it online. I could be convinced to play it online. So you prefer the fair democracy of Will of the Council with only two people involved? Yeah. God, no. I d so whenever I play EDH, I feel like everyone else is, like, ganging up on me and, like, bending me over backwards. Or I feel like I'm like, oh, I guess I attack you. And they're like, they give you, like, the fucking puss in boots eyes like you're attacking me why me attack them like oh it just feels awful so many feel bads man that's why you're bad. like yeah that's why you're like i don't care i'm doing it yeah i don't know it's the same reason i don't like playing spell-based combo because i feel like i'm like trapping my opponent and wasting their time if the weak cannot handle a simple attack, then the weak should not be playing this game with me. Yeah, I just like I just want to go into a game. You're too nice. I, yeah, I just want to sit down. <laughs> I want to sit down with an opponent, and we just both have that unspoken expectation that I'm gonna fucking dumpster them, and they're not gonna complain about it if it happens. And if they do, they're a scrub. I don't know, like. And it goes both ways. But in EDH, everyone's always like, man, you like you like look at something the wrong way and they're bitching and moaning. I don't know. Yeah, I wow. Just, I just you infinite comboed me. You infinite mana blazed me. Wow. What did I ever do to deserve that? Yeah, the, the uh, part was like serious like power level issues based on playgroup too. Like that's, that's yeah, that's true. That's a real problem. Like the, you're either playing with people that have like the absolute nuts, which is like cool, I guess, but I don't know. All right, enough EDH hate. Anyways, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just don't understand the format. I, well, I, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I understand, I understand the format, and I understand why people like it, and I think that EDH is a good thing, and I'm happy that people like it. It just does not appeal to me at all. Literally, what I just said about no band modern. I guess. But how dare you hate no band this modern, Stephen? <laughs> See, John's just jealous because you have the opportunity to go and actually potentially play, and he can't. With his signed mental missteps. Yeah, play, play hey John, can I borrow one. some mental missteps? No, they're too valuable <laughs> to mail. I'll mail you some unsigned ones. <laughs> just like, just you know, scribble your name on them. Oh, MTG Conflux in like, I don't know, pink sharpie or something. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man, that'd tilt the hell out of people. Oh, I bet. You'd like mess up them and they'd have to like pick up the card and look at it and see like what the fuck does that say on it? And it's a plug it's forecast. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like then they like go to the website and it's us talking about like <laughs> stupid ass crap oh, we're talking about yeah. that guy who picked up our card and was like so confused like damn it it was me <laughs> <laughs> uh, got him uh. anyway uh so so what makes what makes uh what makes the trap decks so trappy the trap decks uh, I Other think, than I think, the fact that they're not good, yeah, I think the first like thing, what? I think the first thing everyone thinks of when they think no bandless modern is like oh hypergenesis. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eureka some people. And you know what? That deck has the same problem that playing eureka in vintage cube does. <laughs> yes, as like, we know very well. Like okay, so you hypergenesis, sure, right? You put your emerald into play, sure, and then I put seven elves into play. <laughs> And it's like, oh. But I get to untap with seven elves in play. Or, I mean, to be or, fair, they can do it like... in stuff. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Take 15, sack six of my elves. I guess. Yeah, I know. I mean, I think in that situation, the deck probably wins most of the time. But, um... There is... But like you just like lose to such a random garbage. Like oh, the deck hyper is way too linear, right? It's like, like I'm gonna do a thing. Hyper, hyper linear. <laughs> that yeah, you get absolutely <laughs> dumpstered by like the the chalice decks, right? Yeah, there's just like a lot of incidental decks. Like there's a lot of incidental stuff floating around in the format that like really punishes hypergenesis. And also, it's like the first deck everyone thinks of, so everyone's like, uh, okay, I'll just you know play my. Like, um, or just main deck four spell pierces, yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah, everyone's playing like spell pierce, or they're playing like sideboard cards that like shit on hypergenesis. So, what about uh, is there are the other, are there any other trap decks? I think twin is a trap deck. Everyone's like, oh, I get to play twin again. Yes, yes, I was twin guy. I shall be twin guy again. <laughs> and like, oh, how it's cute, super clunky. <laughs> Yeah, cute. your four man champ is just like really awkward. Like, I mean, just, in we, in a format that's like trying to go turn one or turn two win, yeah. I don't know about that fast, but pretty quick. And like again, we were talking <clears> about how everyone's playing like oh pile of spell pierces to deal with all the really broken decks, and you're yeah. trying to resolve, you know, a four mana enchantment like on your main phase. Like, good luck. Like, <laughs> like what do you do? Pierce their pierce? Like they haven't? What are they doing with their mana? Yeah. So, and there's just, like, um, there's, like, a lot of these other decks are putting, like, a lot of pressure on you that, like, you know, a twin deck can have a lot of issues, like, dealing with, right? Like, Elves putting a lot of pressure on you, Blue Red Delver, uh, Clamp Affinity, Storm. Like, these decks are all, like, really kind of, like, uh, putting a lot of pressure on your ability to, like, you know, answer answer what they're doing. And your, your, your uh, like, critical turn is just a lot slower than theirs. Um, Wait, um, pause. Yes. Does let dredge just turns into legacy dredge without the lion's eye diamonds, right? Yeah, basically. I mean, you can play dredge returns and shit. Yeah, you don't huh. have cobble therapy, which kind of sucks. That's a big. Oh loss. right, right, right. Um, yeah, I don't think like LED and L I think LED is less of a loss than um therapy yeah. than therapy. Honestly, yeah, um, really lets you like clear the way. 
Because like again, we're talking about a pile of spell pierces, and you want to resolve the living. And end. like you don't have you any can other play one with nothing. So, like, <laughs> that's so bad. You could play one with nothing. I mean, maybe. No, but like the really the really good thing about therapy <laughs> is like therapy kills your creature, kills your narcomy, which get creatures off of your bridge. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. no bridge. Or uh, there is bridge. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you just don't have like easy ways to trigger it. I guess. Yeah, makes you, sense. Like, the only grits. thing you have is dread return. Yeah. I mean, you could play some sort of, like, Abomination with Squee, Goblin, the Bob, or Naboop, or whatever, because he's in, like, I think 10th edition or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Squee's this modern music. But, ugh, so bad. Huh. I mean, the thing is, like, but Dredge you is scary. play Dredge, but you just get hated out. Like, everyone and their mother is just packing, like, all these, you know, hate cards. Uh, I think another trap deck is uh, the Blazing Shoal Infect deck. Um, it just kind of like has a hard time dealing with removal right it's like super glass cannon yeah it just um, blows out it gets blown out real hard yeah i think you know everyone thinks like oh no bandless uh, modern you know all these glass cannon decks hypergenesis and blazing infect and um like i think the decks are a lot more prepared to deal with this type of like these type of shenanigans and people expect them to be like there's a lot of really efficient interaction in the modern card pool um you know most of the really efficient removal and um, counter spells that get played are modern legal, except for you know this like stuff like days and, and force of will. But like spell pierce is really really strong, um, and you know technically fluster storm is a is a modern modern design paradigm card, but it's unfortunately from a supplemental set, so it doesn't make it as novelist modern. That would make storm a much more uh, difficult deck to play in the format. But alas, oh, I just want to play fluster storm in modern. Is that too much to ask? Yes. Yes. What? <laughs> Play my Delver. They're like, ah, oh, lightning bolt it. And you're like, cool. <coughs> Fluster storm ya. Uh, uh, I just want to play Blue Red Delver again. Treasure curries all over people. Cataxium probe. Fluster storm. Fluster storm. Delicious. Yeah. You play, what is it, like 12, 12 band cards? Cruise, Probe, Misstep, anything else? Oh, oh yeah, you get to play Preordain. Oh, and Ponder? Oh, man. And this is for Storm? No, this is for Delver. Delver. Oh, for Delver. Oh, you get to play a lot of band cards, actually. Mm, Ponder and Preordain. Yeah, delicious cantripping. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, so what are uh, some, some kind of like Dark Horse decks in the format? Um stuff that you know doesn't really spring immediately to mind that might actually be better uh than it, it is you know it seems at first to look chris you should have an affinity for this deck uh good old-fashioned goblin charbelcher yeah <laughs> uh there's a lot of fast mana legal in the format that you know has been banned out uh that plays pretty well with belcher oh, yeah, yeah like all the, all the, the red that. rituals like yeah. the rite of flames and <clears throat> like uh the, the main things you're missing from the legacy variant is Stuff like Land Grant and Lotus Petals and LED. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just play a little bit slower with uh, Lotus Bloom, and you still get the the backup um, uh, Empty the Warrens plan, which is pretty pretty solid. Yeah, so they're you know, holding on to their counter magic for your, your Belcher, and you just empty them, and they're sad. Yeah, because, I mean, you're, you're having to, you know, face off against Spell Pierce instead of, you know, Force of Will and Flusterstorm. Like, you know, it's a lot... That's a lot uh, harder for people to deal with you. Like you could just plop down a Belcher and then activate it the next turn a lot more often in Novanless Modern. 
You just kind of look at it. Can't can't abrupt decay a goblin sharp belcher. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Oh man, take that, Jun. <laughs> yeah, take that. Yeah, I don't think you're t- playing too many maelstrom pulses. Uh, I guess Colgon's command, but I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. John has all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> what other uh, what other stuff is uh, kind of off the beaten path? Can you guys think of anything? Might be uh, might be uh, solid. People always ask me if I would play uh, the amulet deck in No Bandless yes, Slaughter. Yes, 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 one hundred percent yes. Wait, I love that deck. I love that deck. Is it and good enough? I don't know if it's good enough. I still play it. I don't care. Because your amulets get misstepped and you just feel really bad. You play misstep, that's why. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> so bad. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's less spell snare running around for Summer Bloom, I guess. Maybe. There's like, yeah, but. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. Because, like, the only card they got banned was Summer Bloom. You right? play Chromebox? Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not really sure what else to would be taking advantage. Like oh, I guess we could play Ponder instead of the Seer Visions in the old list. I guess, but yeah, Chromox seems like not that great. Like the only spells we have in our deck are spells we kind of want to have, like Primeval Titans <laughs> and Summer Blooms. You know, I guess something that's uh, pretty solid uh, is the uh, the posts, right? Yeah, twelve posts. You can play. Uh, Modern 12 post. Um, that might be good enough. Um, interaction, I guess, is important in a deck like that. Maybe that kind of fills the role that um, the, um, the, the resident decks. resident anti-Tron, anti-Jund uh, <laughs> deck. Yeah, well, you, that and you get to you get to be like the Turbo uh, Chalice deck, right? Like you just can play like a bunch of Spirit Guides and try I to guess, Chalice people like, in one. Chalice them with your ETB tap lands. I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess seems that's hard. Mm. I mean, the like Dark Depths decks, right? They probably have some some home here. Mm-hmm. You're now definitely you going can, way bigger than what everyone else is doing. Um, you can even like kind of play them in the Turbo like Moon decks or whatever, and then remove the Moon later. Yeah, because the the new rule changes, or even Blood Sun does the same thing. Yeah, I think the Dark Depths decks feel kind of like a bit of a trap in this format, right? Maybe not. I don't know. I guess you could you could probably combo off on turn two pretty easily. I mean, you got to get both pieces. It's like you don't have the best ways to search them up. I mean, I guess you you look more like a a, a, a Turbo Depths deck from Legacy where you're playing stuff like um, crop rotation. You well, you can't play crop rotation in this format, but you can play. Um, Ancient strings, mm-hmm. but and uh, you know, expedition map is still be cool. Sylvan scrying, yeah, Sylvan scrying. Hmm. I guess, I guess, if you're playing uh, amulet, you can just you know throw a dark depths thespian stage in that deck, right? Yeah, it's like, why not? Seems pretty free. Mm-hmm. You know, forget about like radiant founder or whatever. <clears throat> like, yeah, I just you get punished a lot more in no bandwidth modern for like sitting around and not interacting though. Accurate. There's a lot of stuff going on. Like, you're not necessarily dying on turn one or turn two, but if you're not interacting, it's, you're going to die on, like, turn three before you can kill him, right? I 
But if you turn to a Titan, you can't even make a 2020? Meh. <laughs> <laughs> you need uh, Fury of the Horde. Get that second combat step. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Looks like uh, No Bandwidth Modern gets a, a yay from me, a nay from Steven. How about you, Chris? Uh, I it might be it might be interesting to to watch as long as it isn't you know just misstep the format. But personally, playing it deck. playing it feels very kind of like it just feels really bad going out of my way to find these banned cards to play and then never using them for anything else. Yeah, I think, because I think it's it, not as if Band No Balance Modern events are going to be particularly you know common or popular, regardless. Yeah. So you just don't get a lot of mileage out of the. The cards you get i like uh you know local stores doing it with like a 10 proxy or another one i heard is you can proxy any band cards you play which i like that idea too i think that's probably a good solution right yeah yeah that, that i would do that it'd be a nice way to i'd honestly play it like once or twice and then be totally done with it until you get addicted to skull clamp first hits free steven <laughs> what's the second one gonna cost me entry fee <laughs> and, a cop, and a copy uh, place it of, of uh, foil skull clamps <laughs> that's funny uh, okay so I guess moving on to uh, moving away from this no ban modern stuff and moving on to our second format that we wanted to talk about uh, that was kind of picking up some speed and we're seeing it being held as a as a classic in this in this uh, in this SCG What's it called? SEG Con. Con. Being held as an open or as a classic in this SEG Con is Popper. And it's also going to be a format that's going to be at all the GPs, right? Uh, for side events, yeah. Uh, they've been doing a lot of side events. It's been picking up steam online where it's always kind of had a, uh, a cult popularity. I think a lot of stores, at least local now, are local to us are looking at, you know, uh, seeing if they want to hold events with the newfound popularity of the format. Um, Popper is a really interesting format because it um, it fills an interesting it fills an interesting niche, right? We're just talking about how all these different powerful cards you can play in No Banlist Modern. Well, Popper is a format. Uh, in fact, it's the only format where you can play a full playset of Gush. It is only legal in Vintage, otherwise, as a restricted card that you get one copy of. Uh, you can play uh, Brainstorm in this format. You can play all sorts of very powerful cards that are. Um, banned and restricted in other formats. Treasure Cruise, Legal and Popper. Um, and there's a lot of unexplored space in Popper, which makes it a great place to brew, which catches a lot of people's attention. Um, and I just think the format's really sweet. Um, the cost of building a Popper deck is not necessarily as low as you would expect at first. You know, a lot of people think, oh, $5 deck. And well, you definitely can do that. Um, a lot of the tiered so to speak decks are kind of creeping up into the you know anywhere from 30 to 50 dollar range which is still you know pretty pretty reasonable for a competitive magic deck but um perhaps not as low as people would expect from a format made of entirely commons but when you you know you think about the fact that you have a 75 card deck that's still lower than a dollar per card which is pretty reasonable i think yeah definitely i guess the thing is just the stick the stigma right you think oh popper all commons should be super cheap and they realize it's not like you know ten dollars to build a deck they're like oh that's like the inverse of, oh, Popper, you know, it's only common until the cards must suck, right? And uh, it's not not the case. <laughs> the mana bases are pretty 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 awful, but uh, there's some really powerful cards lurking around in the, in the format. 
um, and you can do some pretty pretty cool things. Yeah, I think it's just really interesting uh, because it's a, it's a largely unexplored format, right? Yeah. So the card pool is you know pretty darn big, and it's you know hasn't been very popular or very well known uh, up until recently, I guess. So still, I'm sure there's still a lot of uh, gems lurking yet to be discovered. Oh yeah, definitely. I think um, I think there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, I guess it's a lot of the really like powerful kind of engine cards and role playing cards kind of stand out from the rest of the card pool, right? Because they're um, the, you know the cream of the crop as far as commons go do kind of stand out. Just people are familiar with them because they used to be good at one point in you know other constructed formats. Stuff like cantrips are you know always going to be good. Yeah, and there's just you know cards. People are you know people know capsize is good. Um, even though no one's played that card in forever, uh, people remember how dominant Capsize was when it was legal and standard. It's you know still a card that you can play that's quite powerful and popper. So stuff like that, you know, people aren't going to really get missed, or you know, um, uh, they're not like hiding, waiting to be discovered. But uh, I think the kind of like the rest of the cards, aside from like the really you know really heavy hitters, the stuff that kind of fills out the rest of a deck, there's a lot of unexplored um, uh, space there. So, like, what are some sweet decks that uh, you've come across? Uh, me, personally? Oh, yeah, there's so many sweet decks. There's, um, I think it's really sweet that people are playing stuff like uh, Tortured Existence. Have you, guys, have you guys seen that spicy meatball? No. Nope. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me pull up a list here so I can uh, more, uh, more uh, correctly describe the deck to you guys. Uh, so tortured existence is a one mana black enchantment it uh, says pay a black mana choose and discard a creature card return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand um so it works kind of like a um uh recurring nightmare um but you put mana into it uh, instead of having to like keep replaying the card you just you know uh works like similar to how like survival of the fittest works almost that you know you pay a mana and, and discard something and then you get a thing uh and it plays a ton of really sweet value creatures um it's playing stuff like spore frog which is a fog on a frog uh it's a one mana one one with sacrifice it prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn uh it plays good old crypt rats if you guys never run into that one it's a three oh, mana one one you can yes. X mana. Crypt Rats deals Crypt Rats deals X damage to each creature and each player. Spend only black mana this way. Uh, it lets you build uh, kind of your own rolling thunder. Uh, Got to spend only black mana, but that's still really powerful. Uh, and then it just has like all sorts of sweet uh, value cards, uh, like Grave Scrabbler and Telling Tree Folk and. Uh, there's just a lot of really powerful stuff going on with your uh, tortured existence engine. Um, caustic one of caustic caterpillar, which is a uh, a naturalize on a one one, <laughs> um, and uh, it just grinds really really hard. It just grinds a ton of value. Um, you uh, get to play mesmeric fiends, and um, you have a little bit of a, a dredge package with stinkweed imp and golgari brown scale. So, um, yeah, this deck is really sweet, and that's just one of, you know, it's just one not even super commonly played deck. There's a lot of other space. There's uh, Boggles, 
uh, Chris found uh, Inside Out Combo. You want to tell oh, us a little bit like about s- that spicy like meatball? Sweet. Oh, because this is sweet. This is a, this is a familiar the, concept for anyone that's ever played Hearthstone. <laughs> other than the uh, the price tag, which is not so sweet. <clears throat> Apparently, uh, a playset of Gush and Circular Logic are not uh, the cheapest things in the world. Also, for some reason, Ash Barons is a billion dollars because it was only printed once in like a Commander deck or something like that. Yeah, I think that's the biggest knock against Popper right now is that card is in almost every deck and it has a really low print run. <laughs> Yeah. But I, so, I don't doubt they'll reprint that pretty soon. Basically, uh, you get this tireless tribe. It's a one mana one one. And you discard a card, and it gets plus zero plus four until end of turn. So you basically just uh, play this guy, make it unblockable with, you know, whatever your favorite common unblockable spell. Maybe you slip through space or something like that. And then you just pitch a bunch of cards and just slap your opponent for a million damage after you inside out it. Which is switch targets power and toughness on a turn draw card. It's basically shield and sword for all of you uh, uh, old Yu-Gi-Oh players out there, <laughs> or uh, you know have a Dorn for a turn. And it's really funny because like you think it gush, say like, oh gush is just like a need card or whatever, but gush picks up two cards and draws two cards. Plus sixteen. So it's like a plus sixteen <laughs> damage for zero mana. Yes, please. Uh, that seems just like that seems pretty gross to me. I don't know. <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> and you get to play circular logic to protect your guy, and oh, your guy discards yeah. cards, which so is one blue, like one blue counterspell. Yeah, circular logic is insane. Seems this actually seems sweet. You get to play oh some days. Play some like Gataxium probes. Play some of brainstorm. Like mmm. And you yum, get to yum, play yum, yum, disease yum. spell to transmute for your one drops, your tireless. Oh man, yeah, that looks sweet, super sweet. You know what's really sweet in uh, in popper, guys? Yeah, let let me guess. Is it uh, is it uh, is it involve colorless cards? Uh, there might be some in the deck. There's a lot more colored cards. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say there's there's a few. There's not many though. <laughs> Affinity! Oh man, what a shot! What a surprise! Didn't see that one coming. I'm sure the, so good. Sure, the listeners didn't see it coming either. So good! All right, so for so for the record, it only has a total number of, you know, eight colorless creatures. Okay, that's on the low end. That's on the low spectrum. Your entire mana base is artifacts. Shh, we don't worry about that. We don't talk about that casual plus 12 artifacts we just we just talk about the atog that's it oh man yeah actual that's... factual atog just yeah actual atog you too we... can be the atog lord not just rich <laughs> see see popper thought they were safe because i believe mirrored in atog was an uncommon but ah no <laughs> there's no hiding from the atog oh man you know what's also a really great card in this deck uh that i feel like goes a little underappreciated is the the carapace forger ha, yeah that card's uh that card's interesting two mana four four i think that's pretty solid metal craft some interesting art on top of that it'll it'll always be a four four essentially you're gonna play this thing and it's always gonna be a four four yeah it's like your uh you know mirror enforcers five through eight basically right yeah i'm actually still surprised the deck plays mirror enforcer because it's sweet 
It's yeah. a free four four. Why not? Yeah, I guess why not. You can fling it at people. Teamer battle rage. Ah! Yeah, dog. You atog, and you're like, and they're like, okay, yeah, that's not even lethal, and you're like, teamer battle rage, and they're like, oh snap, that's lethal <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so gross. You can even like battle rage them and then fling it post combat if they're somehow not dead yet. <laughs> I wonder if there's, I wonder if there's space in this deck for um, become events. Right? Just like probably sack, yeah. sack all your crap to Atog. Like float yeah, like, chromatic float, float a green with something and then Yeah, just, like, chromatic star makes green and then you you, you, tails. you get them. Just become immense plus six. Yes please. <laughs> I guess it's like probably too I don't know, fringe. it's probably just like too you cute. need to kill them even more. Yeah. Too cute, too cute. I'm only attacking you for like twenty four. I require six more damage. <laughs> I don't know, man. This Trondex got a uh, Fangren Marauder. Kind of got to get through that extra life. More like got to beat them Willwishers somehow, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. This is a format uh, where... Willwishers so sweet. You can, like, Korean Ranger untap your Willwisher gain more life. Ah! <laughs> yeah, the Aggro decks probably have a bit of a hard time fighting through that. And then uh, you get other sweet uh, tapping elves, right? <laughs> you get, like... What, Timberwatch Elf? Oh, I, oh. I played with this card when I was, like, eight. <laughs> Haven't played with it since. It's probably just as good as it was when I last played with it, though. Or in case you needed more mana, like, you can untap your Priest of Titania. In case you needed more mana, you can also just play Five Color Tron, guys. Yeah. Five Color Tron. That Fan, is awesome. Fangren Marauder. Casual 5-5? Five, five? I don't know. It's like, what, what do we do with all of our class manner? I know, play all of the colors. Yeah. There's like, do, two, like, there's like two different do, versions, right? There's like, there's like the kind of more like modern uh, style Tron decks where you just like play a big dude. Yeah. Like a yeah, but, crusher. And then you have one that only plays like the creatures are Seagate Oracle, Monon, uh, Mole Drifter. <laughs> Mole Drifter and... Uh, Monotic Wall. Monotic Wall, yeah. You just you just rolling thunder rum and buy it back with your memnotic ball. <laughs> Catch him coming like, and you, you going. Play, yeah, you play like condescend electricery, um, flame slash lightning bolt, doom blade, essence scatter, moments peace, prohibit, rolling thunder, capsize, exclude, forbidden alchemy, it's a, it's a ghostly flicker. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, uh, so, Pulse from Marasa, Mystical Teachings. I was looking at this deck, and I was like, three Flame Slash and one Bolt? That's really weird. And then you can you can find Lightning Bolt off of your Mystical Teachings. You cannot yes, you find can. Flame Slash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, we saw in that Affinity deck all the Four Toughness guys, and there's a lot of Four Toughness dudes wandering around in Popper, so Flame Slash gets the job done, Lightning Bolt, perhaps not. So what, do you just win with a Mole Drifter in this deck? No, you're rolling a Thunder Rum, or you Capsize Lock him. Oh, right, right, right. Rolling Thunder hits more than just creatures, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you can do all sorts of really busted stuff in this deck. Like, it's rolling Thunder for a Burian. Yeah, like, oh, let me just Moments Piece, you know, Fog for a while. It's no, no big deal. I think Prohibit is a sweet card. I wish Prohibit was legal and modern. Um... So one in a blue counter target spell if it's converted mana cost is two or less. Then it has kicker for two colorless. If you paid the kicker cost, counter that spell if it's converted mana cost is four or less instead. Oh, that card is 
That card's sweet. For reasons. It's just like, uh, it's a really solid counter spell, right? Yeah. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think this card's too powerful for modern. No, not at all. No. I don't think so. Four mana to counter a four mana spell. Seems fine. Oh, and it has like a very a very real drawback in that it does not it does not hit anything that costs more than four. So yeah. uh, you are not countering Gurmog Angler, sir. Nope. You are uh, not countering. Man, people don't even play five drops in modern anymore. Nah. Just four no, no straight, more. <laughs> straight to six. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a gap. Just like you know, like what even four mana spell? Like you have Cryptic Command at four, I guess, and then Scapeshot. something 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 Primeval Titan. I would gladly pay four mana to counter a scape shift if I was going to die to it. I'll tell you that. I'll bring to light five mana. Bubba. Direct. <laughs> Got him. Slipped, Got him. Slipped through the cracks. You just gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta cast bring to light to get your four mana card so that it can't get prohibited. Would you say that it slipped through your? Space? No, but you can prohibit it because you're casting it with. Damn. Right? Ah! Bamboozled again. Damn, that was a good joke. You guys just talked over my good joke. I heard Screw it. You. I heard it. It was, it was slippery. I didn't hear it. It was a slippery space joke. <laughs> he tried to slip it in, but there wasn't enough space. Uh, whatever. I'll leave the jokes to you guys. <laughs> Garbage. Well, what was really funny, I, when I was looking at the Inside Out deck, it's playing like four Shadow Rift. Mm. Which is target creature against Shadow on time turn draw a card, which is like, why would you play that instead of slip through space? Because Shadow Rift is like literally impossible to get. <laughs> on TCG, that there's not even a full playset available to purchase. Really? Interesting. Yeah. There's three. <laughs> For what? Shadow Rift. I'd never heard of the card before you showed me this deck, so it doesn't surprise me. There's like one light player and two moderately players or something, and that's it. <laughs> huh. I do appreciate the fact that you can play Delver in practically every format. Like, Delver is a major player in Popper. Sees play in No Man List Modern. It's got to conquer Vintage next, boys. And there's no, there's no standard Delver deck. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, it's not legal. Mono black control used to be uh, a really big player in uh, pop art, and it's uh, not seeing as much play as it used to. Uh, thankfully for everyone that's ever had to read an Obliette. Quick test, either of you guys know what that card does? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I can't even... I'd have to look it up to tell you exactly. I believe it's like a journey to nowhere. Let's see here. I'm going to have to read the Oracle text on this one because, dear God... It is an enchantment for one black and a black. When Obliette enters the battlefield, exile target creature and all auras attached to it. Note the number and kind of counters that were on that creature. Solid game design back in the day, back in Arabian Nights. When Obliette leaves the battlefield, return that exiled card to the battlefield under its owner's control, tap, and with the noted number and kind of counters on it. If you do, return the other exiled cards to the battlefield under their owner's control and attach to that permanent. It's only fair, right? <laughs> like, if I'm going to put, you know, a Rancor on my guy and you opiate it and I get the rid of the opiate, I should get my Rancor back. You do get your Rancor back. <laughs> if it just exiled it, you would just get the Rancor back. In fact, it's actually worse for you because you would have the Rancor in the intervening time. <laughs> 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 uh, 
No drama. Clearly, this is important. Oh, God. I guess that is a fringe case where Oviet is actually just better because it just takes the Rancor along with it. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. I hadn't considered that one. Oh. You know, you, you can pacifist on their guy and then Obliet it just to be doubly sure. Like, ah, you got rid of Obliet? We still got a pacifism on it. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah. Pover is sweet. Kambaji, uh, Kambaj Witches, also an excellent card. Tap to do one damage to any target. Opponent may also do one damage to any target. You choose your target before opponent does, but damage is inflicted simultaneously. 1-3 for black black. Little, little symmetrical uh, card there. Also note the fact that with three toughness, your opponent cannot in fact kill it. With the ping. <laughs> I just really enjoy the, like, the, um, I don't know but the flavor is the right word, but the, the idea of making a crap ton of mana off a of Priest of Titania, untapping and making more mana, and then just, like, passing a Viridian Longbow to every elf and just shooting something. Here, your turn. It's like, here, here you go. Pew. Oh, here you go. Pew. Here you go. Pew. It's like the village, the village Longbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Pass it on down the line. <laughs> like, haven't you ever like who said three for one, mana right? flame jab was bad? Is it two? Is it two to equip? That was three. Is it three? Oh, yeah, it's three. That's <laughs> so bad. Oh, tap, pay three and tap a dude to do one. Ping. Oh, good enough. Good enough. Kill all their creatures. Dead. Kill everything. Dead. This is just like what the mirror magic comes down to, right? Whoever draws a longbow first. <laughs> pew pew. Like, oh, you try to like slap a longbow in your dude and your opponent's like, nah. Pew, yeah, dead. <laughs> Get that out of here. It's like a GTA mirrors, basically. And you can just like Korean Ranger untap it to ping something else. Ugh. It's like playing against uh Deathrite Shaman out of Elves and Legacy. And like <laughs> eat they're like, eat your land. You're like, no. I'll eat the land. They're like, no, I insist. Untap. Eat it again. <laughs> okay. Guess, like, I'm going to eat your you spell. It. I'm going to eat my spell. I have a second death by eating your spell. No, my one death by is just going to eat that spell anyway. <laughs> so frustrating. Oh. Speaking of um, sweet popper decks, I have a, I have a little, little spicy popper pile that I can't wait to uh, test out once I get to go to a local event. Uh, mono white wait, let me grab my token box. Playing uh, a pile of white token generators. Gather the town folk. Raise the alarm. Battle screech. Sends enlistment. And good old triplicate spirits. And then you just uh, crash in. Give them a few little anthems. Courtesy of uh, Borrowed Grace. Guardian's Pledge and Ramosian Rally. Mm. Just, no, sometimes I just want to turn cards sideways, and uh, this is the deck to do it. Got a little bit of, little bit of card advantage with some three-win inspectors and squadron hawks. Some secluded steps. Just uh, keep the beats coming, man. Late game, flooding out. Just keep buying back this Sins Enlistment. Get a bunch of Kithkin. I think my only regret... Trips Spirits has uh, really, really impressed me in uh, draft. Oh, yeah. That, that card was insane back in M15 draft. Whew. Oh, I can... 
That card was good. And then, like, so, like, the crazy thing is, like, Battle Screech, like, feeds in to Triple Kid Spirits, right? You're, like, oh, you're, like, you have, like, a guy, right? You have, like, I don't know. You have, like, a Draven Inspector or some crap, and you, like, Battle Screech them, right? And, like, now you have three dudes, and you, like, tap them, and you get two more fucking birds. So now you have <laughs> two birds, and, like, next turn, you're, like, oh, okay, I have four birds and a Thraven Inspector, like, convoke pay one for my triple kid spirits or the fact that triple kid spirits just flashes back battle screech on its own like blah. so i can make that noise one more, one more time <laughs> <laughs> oh deck is just super sweet and then like after board you can play crap like suture priest against the red deck whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control you gain a life if a creature comes into play under their control, they lose a life. Excellent. A little bit of offense, defense. He protect, but he also attack. I do, I do appreciate the fact that um, borrowed grace is just like a strictly worse guardians pledge, though. <laughs> like borrowed grace, you pay three mana and you choose, you know, a little two two toughness or two power, and you can you escalate, you know, pay five mana get both. Or you can just cast Guardian's Pledge, pay three mana, and get both. <laughs> I guess it's only white creatures, but in this deck, who cares? I have to track down some, uh, let's see here, white humans, some white soldiers, some uh, white birds, some white kithkin soldiers, and some white spirit tokens for this deck, though. <laughs> Very, That's a lot. very important that I have the correct token for each card. Yeah, we would we wouldn't want uh, anyone to misinterpret the game state. Yeah, right. No, not at all. Some fly, some don't. Very confusing. Maybe types matter. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Engineered plague. Was I don't think that's legal in pop. I think it's a rare. <laughs> Good riddance. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Although, it uh, seems like you get bamboozled by electricity pretty bad. No, 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 no. Okay, look at look at all these excellent answers we have to electricery. Uh, first off, we have Selfless Cathar. You know, give him that extra extra toughness. Just trade one guy. It's fine. It's fine. Not a big deal. You got a uh, Borrowed Grace. You know, give him, give him two toughness. It's fine. It's fine. Guardian's Pledge also protects. Yep, yep. Ramosian Rally. Uh, tap your summoning sick dude that didn't get in this turn. Just give him plus one, plus one. No problem at all. And after board, we got three veteran armorers. Boom. Problem solved. Boom, he says. <laughs> Not even worried. Not even worried. Get this get this weak-ass electricery, this weak-ass shrivel out of here. And then, then you can pay it back with your holy lights. Ugh. All non-white creatures get minus one, minus one until end of turn. Instant speed, boy. We in it now, boys. We in it now. Like, oh, you blocked my guy with a 2-2? Two -two? They're trading now. Bye-bye. Dead. Dead. I just like how the elf deck plays two blue cards with zero blue mana. <laughs> zero playing? blue lands. Oh, they're playing... Uh... Uh, familiars something, right? A uh, distant melody. Oh, distant melody. I was thinking of familiars ruse. Yeah, distant melody. Choose a creature type. Draw a card for each permanent you control of that type. <laughs> That's a lot of elves. Look at all these elves. 
We're gonna do great. Look at all these elves. <laughs> yeah, I figure by the time you can cast that, you're probably drawing quite a few cards usually, right? I would assume so, considering you need two elves to make blue mana with a burst sword in play anyway. <laughs> yeah. Worst case scenario, you cast it drawing two cards. Yeah. Worst case scenario is they electric you in response, let's be real. <laughs> uh, feels bad. If that's all the case, you were never winning that game anyway. All my elves are dead. All my elves are dead. <laughs> oh my god. It's okay, you got a lot of two toughness elves over here. You can morph your burst or ranger. Ah. Um, you've got nettle sentinels. <laughs> Elvish vanguard's probably not going to be a 1-1 one -one for very long. Um, timber watch elf, a 1-2. Ah, excellent. Oh no. And Lys Alana Huntmaster, or whatever is how you pronounce that. It's a 3-3. Three, three. It's a 4 mana 3-3. Three, three. It's strong. All the tokens that made her dead, though. This is fine. We can rebuild. <laughs> we can rebuild! We will rebuild! <laughs> Alright. Well, we're getting a little long in time here, so I guess we should wrap up the, the popper talk. Um, we've got an upcoming pro tour this modern. It is going to be regular old modern not ban list no ban list modern there will be a ban list in fact in effect and uh perhaps there will be something added to the ban list after this pro tour what do you guys think you think we're gonna you think the pros are gonna break it we're gonna we're gonna see the last of i don't know good old uh 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 lantern of insight perhaps <laughs> for the Listen. same reason they won't allow since the divine top you know, you know tournaments are just going too long Listen, I'm reading and reading everything. I'm I'm going back to my original statement. We're either gonna see Bloodbraid Elf come off the list or Stoneforge Mystic come off the list. What? What? Like afterwards? Yeah. Eh. And I'll tell I'm you. On it. I'll tell you what I'm I told it. the guy that was like, like I got my playmat ready for when Bloodbraid gets unbanned. I was like, well. Good thing I know your address, so I can send you a sorry for your loss card the day the ban list comes out, because that shit's to hang on the list. Nah. <laughs> nah. Card does nothing. I don't think they're going to unban it. I mean, I played against Legacy Jund and can confirm Blood Raid Elf doesn't do anything. Yeah, it does, does not a lot. <laughs> it's oh, just no, like Tarnagway Fountain Ash or whatever. I think the card's Yeah, exactly. I, I think the card's fine to come off, but I don't think they will. I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, I think I think it's I think it's safe to take it off right now. I would much rather see Deathrite Shaman get banned in Legacy than Bloodbraid get unbanned in Modern. Let me tell you that. I just honestly, uh, Stoneforge Mystic needs to come off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, gets really tiresome playing against Stoneforge in a Batter Skull. Yeah, but it's like a uh, really, Colgon's really... command just shits on that. Yeah, but it's just such a boring does play it pattern. Like, it is such it does. a boring play pattern. Like, then you have to play all these Colgon's commands in your decks. I mean, but then you win. I mean, not really. Like the investment they make is so low. That's true. Like, oh, I like, played a Squire. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I paid two mana, and then you paid three mana to kill it. Okay. Like, I guess they get something else out of their three mana. Like, they discard a card, or they probably kill the Stoneforge. But, like... I mean, you just let them activate it, and then you're like, alright, I'm gonna kill the Batter Skull and the, the dude. 
Yeah. Or you leave, leave the dude alive and you make him discard and it's like, okay, what's next? It's just like, I don't know. It's not a, it's not a like, uh, a good play pattern to add to the format in my opinion. I don't know. I used to play Death and Taxes in Legacy and I still play it's against like, it fairly often. Like, how are you supposed to try to so play boring. an aggressive creature deck against turn three battle school every game? Right? Uh, sideboard. A braid. I mean, a braid is sweet. I mean, I guess you like both the Stoneforge or whatever, and they can't, you know, sneak it into play or whatever. But I don't know. Yeah, but then, but then they have it late game. You just let them do it, and then I you go braid. I don't think it's oppressive. I just think it's really fucking boring. Like it's 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 good enough that a lot of people are going to be doing it, and it's going to be correct to do it. But uh, the play patterns are just really boring. Like you get better skull unless, like, sort of fire and ice or something is the right pick. <laughs> unless playing against blue deck then sword of fire and ice unless playing against lingering souls deck then like, sword of light and shadow at least gta is banned in modern so you're not you have to deal with that bullshit but uh, yeah Ugh, yeah i don't know i'll tell you what i'll definitely try to build an affinity list around it oh my god playing you kidding me just get cranial plating put in my hand all right Ugh. and i can probably put and I could probably yeah. play Tempered Steel. I mean, oh. you could just, like, just do that now with uh, uh, Steel Shaper's Gift or whatever, right? Or not Steel Shaper's Gift. Uh, what is it? Is it yeah, Steel Shaper's Gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's, like, actually just the same amount of mana. Yeah, but I don't have four Steel Shaper's Gifts when I do have four Steel, uh, four Stoneforge Mysteries. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sounds like a personal <laughs> problem. You could be living in the world you want to live in right this very moment. That's accurate. Like, the that way that you're losing out on is a squire. <laughs> yeah, but the squire's important. Now it's it, not. I it's mean, cool. It looks the, really the cool. Un, the uncounterableness is nice, I guess, but, like, it's so much slower than just Steel Shaper's Gifting. But it looks really cool. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Sorry to derail this ending. John, tell them what content we got coming up. We got more video content coming your way. We got Vintage Cube videos 3 and 4 already up and ready to go for you right now. We got Vintage Cube number 5 coming in hot real soon here, so look for that. We've got upcoming leagues with Steven and I playing EDH. Uh, Nah, he's going to play Animar. He's going to show you guys the ropes. He's going to take you through his sweet rug pile. So look forward to that. And you're going to see some legacy and popular leagues out of me in the near future. Just need to find some time to record. I will have those to you guys very soon. And I know we've been teasing that Animar video, and I know you guys have been wanting to see it. I, I know it. Yeah. Uh, it is filmed. It and is it filmed. Is, it is recorded. Oh, man. And, uh, and it is being edited. D did you get crushed? Uh, I got super crushed once, and it was I got really salty. Would Would you say your favorite player is uh is Ranch? Yes, <laughs> yes, it is because I'm either pouring it all over somebody or they're pouring it all over me. Creamy, creamy. <laughs> That's a really weird conversation. <laughs> Moving on to song of the week. This is our. Uh, oh, segment where okay. we tell you about the cards that we are excited to have in our 75 this coming week. Steven, tell us what you want to play. Thoughtcast! Oh. I want to play Thoughtcast! What a surprise! A card that goes into Affinity! <laughs> Not I, haven't, I haven't gotten to play Affinity in like two to three weeks, and I'm itching to play my robots. Well, as Going we, into shock. As we, as we proved today, you can play Affinity in any format. That's you, accurate. You are the, All formats. You are the only limiting factor. 
<laughs> I am the only thing stopping myself. You are accurate. Be the change you want to see. Uh, yeah, so, so Thoughtcast is, a, is an awesome card. I've been playing in Infinity for ever since the Eldrazi winter. Um, people believe that it is not the best build currently. Uh, I tend to disagree. I, I like, I think drawing cards is super powerful in a format when, uh, when you just want to have a card advantage over your opponent. Um, sometimes I have turns where I go turn one, play seven cards, draw four more cards, and play two more cards after wait, that. Wait, would you say that you enjoy this play pattern? I do enjoy this play pattern. You know, you know what else has play patterns similar to this, right? Tell me, John. It, you know, Skull Clamp. Skull Clamp. Skull Clamp has very <sighs> similar play patterns. Why, why thought cast once when you could thought cast repeatedly? I don't know. You know what? Fun fact. If I'm usually doing that many thought casts, I probably don't have a 1-1 one, one out on the battlefield yet. But, but you, see, thought cast requires you to already have that. Skull Clamp, you just need the one card. But, but I don't have a 1-1. One, one. Why do I kill something and draw more well, cards? You don't have them anymore because you clamped it. No, 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 I don't have them at all. I just, I play like two Ornithopters, a land, and a Mox Opal. How does Skull Clamp help me there, John? You play a lot more Mem Knights uh, than you would normally. Yeah, you just have more one drops. Fine, or one, one, one toughness doodles. Fine. Okay, you could play, uh, I don't know, the Hope of Giraper card or whatever the hell that thing is called. That oh seems, yeah, the flying one one. That seems yeah. sweet. Like, oh, opponents on storm, you get to like xanthid swarm them, <laughs> and then in matches where it's not relevant, you just clamp it, turn it into two other cards. Yeah. Form of a divination. Shape <laughs> of a thought cast. Anyways, uh, yeah, I uh, it's it's been one of my favorite cards in the deck, and I prefer it over. Uh, Galvanic Blast, and that's my spiel. If you want to read more about my thoughts on Affinity, you're more than welcome to head over to our website and check out my Affinity Primer. What about you, John? What are you planning on playing? I am super excited to caca screech into battle with some battle screeches. I'm going to probably bring my popper deck to FNM this week and try to get some games in. Uh, it's going to be a absolutely disgusting looking deck, though. Um, this is my uh, fully foiled out mono white deck that I am currently erasing the borders on. So I have I have cards that have borders, don't have borders, various stages of having or not having borders. Um, it's pretty hideous right now, but I'm gonna I'm gonna sleeve it up and bring it to FNM to get some games, and I think because I want to play. So I am super excited to uh, pay for get two tokens and then uh, flash it back and get two more and beat it in the air with some flying bird tokens. My bird. How about you, Chris? Uh, clearly, I'm excited to uh, tap some well wishers pretty soon. Yeah, that tells with my birds. <laughs> hop, hop on the old popper wagon, and uh, you know, elves are uh, a pretty elves is a deck that's I'm pretty fond of, except for in modern. I've never played modern elves ever. That's because it's bad. <laughs> but uh, and other so well, actually, do you remember those theme decks back in the day? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I bought the elf deck, and well, Wisher was sweet. You know, when you're playing this casual game, where like, what you know, what's the removal, right? Elves uh, versus goblins, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's like your theme deck versus their theme deck, and you just have this well wisher. It's like, oh, tap gain five life. Oh, tap gain five life. Like, oh, how do I win? How do I win? <laughs> yeah, doesn't that deck have like siege gain commander? Like, uh, a one over something. 
I forget. It's been too long. Yeah. I don't know. Mog fanatic, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. Like, yeah. Isn't they just like Mog fanatic your well wisher? <laughs> I guess at that level of gameplay, you're not really thinking about stuff like that. They probably already yeah. like threw it at your dome the turn they played it or something. They probably like killed your Lanor off on turn one or something. You're like, turn two well wisher, I'm like, shit. <laughs> Mistakes they were made. I've already spent my one mock fanatic. What do I do? <laughs> so the good thing yeah. about uh, dual decks are you're usually jamming them into each other over and over again, so you don't have to make the mistake the next time you play. <laughs> yeah. Um, for modern, I don't know. I haven't really decided what I'm going to be playing. Either something spicy or just something uh, more more of a standby deck that I that I always have on me. Depends probably very largely on uh, what time I get off of work and if I have time to scramble and slap a, a spicy pile together in time or not. We should play the uh, 75 card clone decks again and bring them to FNM. I enjoy doing that very much. Oh, yes. Yeah, just like turn turn the, uh, the FNM meta on its head. Yeah. <laughs> Rope Kevin in. Just have like three people on the exact same 75. Some deck no one's ever seen before. <laughs> You know, I'm, it's very surprising that uh, every time we do that, we very infrequently have mirror matches, which That's is good because they're terrific, miserable mirror matches. <laughs> I, I never want to play the Esper Dragon's mirror again. <laughs> I think we've had as many as four, maybe even five Swans decks at FNM at the same time. That sounds like hot garbage. <laughs> and I think throughout four like, rounds, that sounds like only... straight up. If I was going there, I'd be so upset. Yeah, like, like what affinity, is going on? You're on affinity, you're <laughs> Main deck anger of the gods to multiple rounds in the row. Like I'd be so upset, guys. <laughs> like, and then in the game two, you like play around anger, right? You like only play to play through a few things, get angered, right? And then deploy lesser hand, and then turn four shatterstorm you. <laughs> yeah, I'd be I'd be super salty about that night. I would probably drop after the second one and just watch. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think in four rounds with like four or five players, there's only one mirror match the whole night. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That was like the, the GPT we went to where the, the guy played against both you and me. Oh, yeah. Some guy had to play against Esper Dragons <laughs> twice. <It's laughs> oh, like, man. His day was ruined. I beat him. I beat him in... Uh, Wait, in... did you guys did you guys like talk afterwards? Or did you guys acknowledge each other afterwards? Or beforehand? Did he know you guys were together? Otherwise, this guy no. thinks Esper Dragons is just like no. the new but, fucking hot deck. But, but <laughs> now that you mentioned that would have been way funnier if we just like, never interacted. It's like, you know, I thought some other guys played like, really? Someone else? <laughs> so, the last round, he had a 50-50 chance of playing against Kevin, who was also at that event. And he told us afterwards that if he had gotten matched against Kevin, he was just going to scoop and drop from the event. <laughs> So, oh my god. I don't know what would be funnier if we just pretended like it was like, wow, that's weird. Like, I thought this was just like my pet deck. Why is everyone playing my deck? Hey, that's my or, deck. Or pretend like it's a tiered deck that he just doesn't, your opponent just doesn't know about. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like are you kidding dragons? me? Like, yeah, like, I mean. You like, haven't played, you haven't played against us for dragons? Like, are you yeah, kidding me? I got, I mean, you haven't prepared for the matchup? Like, it's all yeah. over, like, online meta. Like, yeah, I got my, I got my list from Sam Black. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> You haven't, you haven't next time, explained, guys. Next does time. that explain the mana base? Or? <laughs> you, you, you haven't seen Darkest Mage stream with this yet? <laughs> oh, man. Next time, guys. Next time. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, Jeff Hoolan, like played it a couple times on stream, you know? <laughs> that guy 
will play anything. Yeah, he will. If you like, I, if you like, I, donate and just send him a list, he'll just like play whatever, like literally anything. That guy a, is a, a magical omnivore. <laughs> he will eat anything and everything. Ugh. Oof. Yeah, he's played some egregious piles. Anyway, Stephen, end this madness, please. We've gone on for, for quite some time. Thank you for checking us out and sticking around to the very end. If you're wondering where you can check out more content, you can head over to mtgcomplex.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube under the same username, mtgcomplex, one word. And if you have any suggestions or comments that you'd like us to read, please feel free to shoot us a message on one of those platforms. We'll be more than happy to reply ASAP. And again, we really do appreciate you listening and sticking around and being a a loyal listener. Uh, We really do hope you join us in the next one. Later.